today on Wolverine Reads. So you want us to dress up in matching outfits, go to the mall, and sit in the portrait studio next to the newborns and graduating seniors? Is this a trick question? Why would we take pictures of just the two of us? No one cares what the two of us look like. Haven't you noticed that the only time adults appear on Christmas cards is when they're holding children? Since when do you care so much about Christmas cards? It's not about the Christmas card. Welcome to Wolverine Reads, a theatrical podcast celebrating new plays. I'm Nathaniel Quinn, producing director of Wolverine Theatrics. Our world is made up of relationships. How we connect to those around us can help us define who we are. The stronger the relationship, the more comfortable we can be. We can be open with our worldviews, our personal tastes, or with our fetishes. When our connections don't align with those around us, even the simplest things can create a rift in a relationship if they can't be healthily and safely discussed. In today's story, Trixie 2.0, by playwright Kirsten Easton Huzzah, we follow what could be a healthy relationship between Walter and his wife Doreen as they struggle to communicate their individual needs. Trixie 2.0 is written by Kirsten Easton Huzzah, directed by Nathaniel Quinn, and featuring the voices of Heath Howes, Maya Gyrum, Ethan Lee, Knowles, Emma Maxfield, Samantha Joe Staggs, and Savannah Svoboda, and features original music composed by Scott Hurst. Let me do anything I want to do to you, won't you? My goal is to please you, Master. Yes, it is. What would you like me to do first? I want you to stand there. Let me look at you. I am an artist, aren't I? You are terribly beautiful. You have perfect breasts, a perfect ass, a stunning face. Michelangelo created David, except David couldn't move or give blowjobs. I am yours, Master. Get on your knees. Like this? Now, suck my dick. Whatever pleases you, master. It pleases me very much. Permission to unzip your pants, master? Yes, permission granted. Hey there, are you looking for some fun and adventure? Do you want someone to- Stupid ads. Take your shirt off, but slowly. Yes, master. Just one button at a time. I might need your help, master. Look at those tits. They feel so real, don't they? Better than a plastic surgeon. I'm waiting for you. Are you waiting for me? No, get this off here. What does this button do? It makes me tingly all over. Good. What about this button? It makes me scream. Ugh. Oh! And what about if I do this? I like it so much. I do. You like that? Yes, do yes. You? Do you? Yes. You like when yes, I press it? I like it. You like it. that button pressed? Don't stop. Please don't stop. Keep pressing that button. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What about when I press this button? I like that one, too. I'm only one click away. Obedience is pleasure. Pleasure is obedient. It's not, is it? To learn more, visit my website at www.desireworks.com. 
I could be yours. Desire works. What kind of company is that? Walter. Yes. Shit. Push all shit, the shit, buttons. Shit. Push them all. No. Please. No more. It's my turn now. Please pull that shit, lever. Shit. Turn that switch. Push that button. Walter, I'm waiting for you. Did you pay the homeowner's insurance? I created you. And I created those buttons. Oh, thank you, master. Aren't you curious? Thanks. Didn't you hear me? Uh, sorry. I had the radio on. I guess it was a little loud. Did you pay the homeowner's insurance uh, this month? Yes. Great. Thanks, babe. I think I'm going to head to the shop now. Love you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Shit, that was close. Walter, you're not believe what I found at the mall today. Look at this onesie, Walter. It has pink flowers all over it. It's just so small and cute. What if it's not a girl? It's still cute. You're going to dress a baby boy in a pink flower onesie? That's not the only thing I bought. I also found this cute shirt that has computer symbols on it. You mean coding language? Whatever it's called. I thought it would be cute because then they could look like their daddy. What do babies know about coding? Babies don't know anything at first. That's the whole point of parenting, to teach them things. But you aren't even pregnant. How do you know? I think you would have told me. I could be pregnant. You don't know. Oh, so you've been keeping your pregnancy a secret? How many is that this week? I knew you were going to say that. Why are you being so rude? I'm sorry, dear. I don't mean to do that. Then why? Why the negativity? That's why we can't get pregnant. How could we possibly create a baby with all this negative energy surrounding my body? I don't think that's... I don't think it works that way. Oh, are you a doctor now? Are you a gynecologist? You know these things now? I didn't say... I read an article in Parenting Magazine about the negative effects of negativity on parenting, and the results were shocking. But we aren't parents. We aren't parents yet. It's never too early to prepare for parenting. <sighs> if you say so. I hate that you always agree with me like that. I know that you don't agree. You just don't want to talk it out. And then you keep all that negative energy inside, and that is what's affecting my womb. You want to know what I think? How I really feel? Yes! Let's share our feelings. Okay. I feel like you've been trying too hard to make this baby thing happen. What? If it happens, it happens. And if not, then that's fine too. So you don't care either way? It's not that I don't care. I'm not asking if you want nachos as an appetizer. I'm asking about starting a family. See? I knew that you'd be upset. That's why I never say anything. You expect me to be happy about you not wanting to be the father of my child? I didn't say that. You're twisting my words, Doreen. Then what are you saying? I don't like to see you like this. All stressed out. You shouldn't be stressed out about having a baby. Having a baby should be a happy occasion. It will be a happy occasion, when I have one. I think you're missing the point. Don't you think I would make a good mother? Don't you? Of course. I'm warm. I'm comforting. I can cut the crust off of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I would be a great fucking mother. I know. Then why? Why can't I get pregnant? Why can't I be a mother? Why is this so hard? Maybe... 
maybe it just isn't in the cards for us. And you have to accept that. So you're saying I should just give up on my dreams of us being a family? We are a family. You and me. So let me get this straight. You don't want to try and have a baby anymore? I mean, there isn't any harm in trying. So I don't understand what the problem is. It's not the trying that's the problem. It's your obsessing about it. That's all you can think of these days. You don't know what I'm thinking about. You obsess. You seriously can't deny that you do. And every time you take a pregnancy test, you go through the entire spectrum of emotions. I think maybe you should think about seeing a therapist. A therapist? Someone for you to talk to about all this. Isn't that what you're for? I'm sorry, but it's exhausting. You mean I'm exhausting. Well, thanks for breaking my fucking heart, Walter. Do you want me to light some of your candles? You love candles. I associate candles with happy times. Why would I want to associate this moment with my candles? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not pregnant. Huh? The stick, it's fucking blue. Okay. I guess we'll just have to try again. Now? No, not fucking now. I'm not even ovulating. Jesus, Walter, sometimes I wonder why I even married you. Hello? Is anyone here? Hello, sir. What can I do for you today? I, uh, I made a call. Ah, you must be the man I spoke with on the phone. Walter. And you must be... Call me Dr. Jensen. Dr. Jensen. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Walter. Welcome to DesireWorks. This is DesireWorks. Wow. So I guess you'd like to get to know a little bit about my girls? That's why I'm here. I've read a lot about your business online, Mm -hmm. but actually being here... Well, it's an honor, sir. That's very flattering. People in my line of work don't often get credit where credit is due. It's nice to know that I have a few friends out there. If I wasn't before, I I certainly am now. So, Walter, tell me a little bit about your needs. I've been very interested in this ever since I was a boy. I read about it in books and saw stuff on the internet. I just never thought that I would get to experience it firsthand. Well, the great thing about my girls are that they're all yours. That is great. Hmm? Did you have a specific one in mind? Hmm. Ooh, her. Good choice. She always wants to please you. She will always do exactly what you say. No judgment, no questions asked. Complete compliance, complete control. So, how much does something like that cost? Your website didn't have prices. With all of what I described to you, she will run around... Ten thousand dollars? Shit. Considering the sophistication, that's a great price. I'm sure it is. I mean, I've never made a purchase like this before. But... I'm not sure that my wife won't notice ten thousand dollars missing from our bank account. Listen, Walt. This is a very impressive setup. That's the bottom line. Can you get me the money or not? Can I pay you in installments? Mm. Like a payment plan or something? I don't do payment plans. 
There must be something that we can work out. Hmm. Your wife doesn't know that you're here, does she? No. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't. Then as far as I'm concerned, you're wasting my time. No. No, please. I'm not. I really want to be here. Then don't come in here acting like you don't have any control of your own bank account. Ten thousand dollars? I mean, it's not exactly pocket change. Mm. What do you do for a living, Walter? I'm a computer programmer. Yeah. I create software for computers and sell it independently to larger companies. Mm. So how much money do you make creating software or whatever the fuck you do? I do all right. How much, Walter? It's not... It isn't polite to discuss money. So what you're telling me is that you make enough to afford $10,000. Is that what I'm hearing? It's not... It's not a hardship or anything. Good. So give me your fucking card. But my wife... Don't be a pussy, Walter. You have to slide plastic to get plastic. Well, high-grade silicone. She checks the mail sometimes. Look, clearly you're here because you're missing something at home, am I right? So don't fight it, Walter. Go with the good opportunity that's presented. She's waiting for you. Okay. There you go, Walt. So, when do I get to meet her? You can take her home today. Introduce yourself. I am Trixie. I am a sex robot programmed for male enjoyment. Obedience is pleasure. Pleasure is obedience. Hello. You must be Doreen. Yes. Dr. Perkins. I've read a lot about you. Well, about your books. Ah, yes. My books. They are quite popular. Do you remember which one? No. I didn't actually read the books. I just read about them. Oh, that's too bad. Should I have read the books before coming? Oh! (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, It's too bad that you can't remember. I was arguing with my publisher the other day about which of the three books is most popular. I thought you might be able to weigh in. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But never mind about me. Doreen, why don't you tell me why you are here? My husband can't handle my problems anymore. And what problems are those? Well, I've been married for eight years now, and I still haven't had a baby. And I'm guessing that's something that you want? I've always wanted a baby. When I was four, I got this baby doll for my birthday. She had this beautiful, smooth face with this tiny pink lips and one of those button noses. Her hair was soft and curled at the ends. I used to push her around in this tiny pink stroller. I would push her around on the sidewalk, up and down the street. The neighbors would comment, Mm -hmm. there goes the little mother. There she goes with her little stroller. And I loved it. Sure. I loved that they knew that I was a good mother. And, And how long have you been trying to get pregnant? Almost the whole time. But nothing is happening. And I've been to the OBGYN, and she said that there isn't any reason why I can't conceive. Mm-hmm. And Walter, that's my husband, he's been too, and the same thing. We are perfectly healthy, but no baby. Tell me a little bit about your husband. How did you two meet? Walter and I got married when I was only 24. We met a year before that at a party. It was a mutual friend who was having people over and they introduced us. They said that we had a lot in common. And at the time, I would have believed that I had a lot in common with anyone. Are you saying you have less in common now? I was just making a joke. I I meant that I was kind of naive. How 
regularly do you and your husband have sex? Isn't that kind of personal? Well, you say you're trying to conceive, but I'm wondering what that actually means. I guess once or twice a week, but I make sure it's when I'm ovulating because I know that makes a difference. What do you do for work? Well, I own a shop downtown. Candles, soaps, and the like. I've always liked it when things smelled nice. My mother always smelled nice. Oh, yes. I think I've seen it before. It's nice because the hours are flexible. I can make time to go to the OBGYN, or here, and it takes my mind off of things. I think I may have bought a candle there once. Oh, really? Candles are so interesting, aren't they? They can be so warm, so comforting, but they can also be so destructive. Did you hear about that lady who burned down her house because she forgot to blow out her candles before she left for work? So, what do you think I should do? If the doctors say that I'm perfectly healthy, then it must be emotional or psychological, right? Well, Doreen, I don't think it's wise to jump to conclusions. How long do you think it will take before you know? Doreen, I don't create timelines for my patients. Could you give me a rough estimate? It's just, I'm not getting any younger. I think you should think of this as a process. My entire life has felt like one long process. I'm tired of waiting for things to happen to me. I just want to get there already. <laughs> life takes time to straighten out. I should write that down. It'll be a good line in a book chapter. Um, but you should take some comfort in knowing that coming here for help is the first step in getting where you want to go. Gold star for me. I understand that you're frustrated, Doreen, but I think that therapy could be very helpful for you and your husband. I think that the two of you could really benefit from coming here together so we can really dig into the issues that you seem to be having. You think we have issues? Would you be here if you didn't think so? Thanks for dinner. You're welcome. I, uh, I really like it when you cook the chicken this way. I used olive oil instead of butter. It's healthier that way. It's good. I got a Christmas card for my sister today. But it's almost February. People forgive you for things like that when you have cute kids. <laughs> I guess so. Hannah's almost four, and Alex is 14 months. Oh, yeah? The card was one of those family portraits... They must have had it taken at the mall or something. They were all wearing sweaters with Christmas trees on them. I think she made them. They all looked so cute. Are you trying to say that we should take portraits together? Because we can if you want to. You want to take pictures of just the two of us? If you want. So you want us to dress up in matching outfits, go to the mall, and sit in the portrait studio next to the newborns and graduating seniors? Is this a trick question? Why would we take pictures of just the two of us? No one cares what the two of us look like. Haven't you noticed that the only time adults appear on Christmas cards is when they're holding children? Since when do you care so much about Christmas cards? It's not about the Christmas card. I thought that you're going to give yourself a break from this baby stuff for a while. Try to focus on other things. Isn't that what we agreed on? It's really easy to say that you're going to do something. It's much harder to actually do it. I know, but you have to try. I just look at my sister's family pictures and they all look so happy, you know? And I don't understand why I can't have that too. Why we can't have that too. I know. 
hey, guess what? I'm ovulating tomorrow night. I thought we agreed not to obsess. What did your therapist say? I was thinking that I could bring home some of my new aromatherapy candles. You know, you could give me a massage using that special oil that I got online and... I, uh... That sounds nice. Great. I think I'm done with my chicken now. Okay, leave it by the sink. I love you. Love you. Trixie 2.0 is written by Kirsten Easton Huzzah, directed by Nathaniel Quinn, and featuring the voices of Heath Howes, Maya Gyrum, Ethan Lee Knowles, Emma Maxfield, Samantha Jo Staggs, and Savannah Svoboda, and features original music composed by Scott Hurst.